Las Vegas, a gambler's dream, and a dreamer's paradise. They're all about to meet their worst nightmare. Look out, Vegas. I'm taking over. Now, the leprechaun's back in the city that never sleeps. <laughs> and he will never rest until he reclaims his pot of gold. Belongs to me, this gold I smell. Weather's got it's going to hell. I want me shilling. Hello? If we destroy the gold, we get rid of the leprechaun once and for all. Leprechaun 3. The third time's the charm. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. And sometimes today. And today we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day a little early, two days early or Hello. something. Whatever day tomorrow is. 14th tomorrow, so three days early. Shillelagh. Potatoes. Potatoes, yes. And... Yeah, independence from the United Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this is our third installment. St. Patrick's Day episode. Where we watch the leprechauns. Yeah, our third leprechaun film. Wow, and let me wow. tell you, it was a doozy. It was, is, continues to be. It, first of all, three hours long, far too long for this oh. movie. I mean, the... We gotta do a super cut of you saying movies are three hours the long. The intermission alone was unnecessary. <laughs> God damn it. And they gave backstory to basically everyone they killed. They could have yes. just had some throwaway kills. Anyways, we'll get it. We'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get in. Rest assured. We also missed our two-year anniversary. It was like a couple episodes ago. We just didn't mention it. We just blew right past it. Yeah. Well, you know two, what? That's exciting. Two years. Plus, we're getting close to our 100th episode. So Wow. Isn't that amazing? It is quite amazing. Unbelievable. <laughs> Seems like just the other day we were talking about ticks in the boogies. Yeah, back when we were recording on a reel-to-reel player in our parents' basement, <laughs> right beside the the washer dryer, and you had to put a nickel in the the machine to keep the reel-to-reel going. And cokes cost a silver penny. Exactly. Speaking of silver penny, <laughs> Leprechaun Three from nineteen ninety five, mm-hmm. directed. And boy, was it! Boy, was it! <laughs> Directed by Brian Trenchard Smith. Um, he directed Turkey Shoot. Do you remember that one? It's from Vaguely. like the seventies. It had Olivia Hussey from Black Christmas. Was that like a Thanksgiving thing? No. It's all these like young people in jumpsuits at a work camp in Australia. It's like dystopian. Yes. Yes. Uh anywho, he also did Dead End Drive In, Night of the Demons 2. Uh he also does Leprechaun 4 in space. Which we have to look forward to next year. Oh, no. Was written by David Dubow, stars Warwick Davis, who is just a treasure. He's such a treat. He's the only thing holding this movie together. Yes. Somehow acting underneath all of that. He's just so good. Something, whatever the fuck they put on his face. He makes it work. He sells it. And I really appreciate it. I hope that he, like, gets residuals. Certainly. Like, I mean, they're probably not great residuals. I well, maybe. I feel like sci-fi has got to play these movies on, like, a loop. I feel like they must be good enough that he could live comfortably if worse came to worse. And he, <laughs> for some reason, chose to gamble away his entire life savings or something. Much like almost happens in this movie. Oh, boy, man. That made me really... I mean, one thing I'll give for this movie, 
great anti-gambling message. For sure. Man, was this fucking kid dumb. And that kid is played by John Gatons. So Scott is the name of the character. Mm -hmm. He does still act occasionally, but he is an Academy Award-nominated screenwriter. He wrote uh, Real Steel, the Gerard Butler fighting robot movie, uh, Flight with Denzel Washington, Whoa. which is what he was nominated Whoa. for an Academy Award My for. My mind is blown. Need for Speed with Aaron Paul, uh, Kong Skull Island. Which was, the script was well received, I believe. The Power Rangers, the new the new one. Of course. Uh, Lee Armstrong is Tammy. She doesn't act. Uh, Caroline Williams is Loretta. She's a genre icon. Mm -hmm. um, she's in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, The Stepfather 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, ah. Hatchet 3. She's really, like, she's still really prolific in the genre. She does a lot of, like, low-budget movies Yeah, too. she seemed very familiar to me. We've also got John Demita as Fazio. He mostly does voice work in English dubs of anime. Like, ah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Princess Mononoke. Mononoke? He's got a very JoJo's Bizarre Adventure hairstyle. Yeah, well, he does a voice for JoJo's Bizarre oh, Adventure. Well, it's perfect. Vampire Hunter D, uh, Naruto, One Punch Man. He also does a few video games. Uh, he does a voice in the Friday the 13th video game. He's not like a counselor or anything. He's a cop. Ah. Uh, he's also in Resident Evil Vendetta. We had Michael Callan as Mitch. Mitch? Me. Yeah. He's in Law & Order, wasn't he? No. Uh, oh. Or maybe he was. Maybe. He wasn't like a recurring or anything. He mostly did TV in the 60s and then like the usual string of TV shows in the 70s that lots of these actors from these movies yeah, did, yeah. like Bionic Woman, Love Boat, Charlie's Angels. Mm -hmm. uh, also of note, Lee Allen Baker, who played the waitress when he's ordering all those potato dishes. Okay, yep. She's like white zombie. I have that on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's also a pretty prolific voice actor. She was Jean Grey in... The X-Men Legends games. Uh, she was Major Elena Flores in Mass Effect. Voices in Star Wars Old Republic. The Secret World series. Uh, she's also the main character. It, or not the main character. She's a main character in the Disney series Good Luck Charlie. Nice. She's recurring in Will and Grace. Uh, she does voices on Star versus the Forces of Evil. Hell yeah. I thought that was interesting. That is really interesting. Because it's such like a nothing part in this movie. Well, I guess that's how you get most your, parts. I guess that's sorry, how you get parts. your start in Hollywood. You <laughs> cut your teeth on these roles, you know. And we start with like a flashy Las Vegas title card with this one, and it's oh, otherwise yes. pretty boring opening credits. Well, I liked it because it was in the classic, you know, evocative Celtic font Helvetica. I it's also like this very vibrant green in a yes. way that didn't read as. Leprechaun no. or St. Patrick's Day. No, to the, me, it was emerald, the Emerald Isles. <laughs> uh, but it was very strange, and it was more like a list of like, "Hey, here's everyone who's responsible for what you're about <laughs> to see." Really, more than anything, we uh, we cut to a pawn shop as we so often do in these movies. It seems yes. there's always a pawn shop in these movies. Oh yes, especially in Sin City, Las Vegas, the city that never sleeps. You can't talk about whatever happens there and stuff. And in hobbles a one-eyed, one-legged, one-armed man with the statue of our good friend Lep. Yeah, in a velvet bag. He says it's a good luck charm. And never, ever touch the... Medallion. The medallion. So this pawn shop owner gives him $20 for this thing. Mm-hmm. So Why? undersells him. Ridiculous. The bag was also open in such a bizarre way where half of it was like suspended in the air. Yes. In a very strange way. If you needed to keep that necklace on that leprechaun, wouldn't you like not carry it in a bag? Probably. He needed $20 so bad. He needs to buy that, his opiates. I guess. <laughs> he does have a hook for a hand, which might explain how he lost his eye. True. Who knows? True. I didn't even think about that. That's really putting two and two together. Not a very good luck charm, I guess. Or uh, it's like it cost a, he, he got this thing about cost of an arm and a leg. Ah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. So, of course, the first thing our pawn shop owner does is he takes the medallion off. And he's like, this is cheap shit junk. It's garbage. Shablam. Now there's a bunch of gold there. But my favorite part, it's cheap shit garbage that he decides to wear underneath <laughs> all of his clothes to touch his bare skin. Bizarre. 
he's greedy, so of course he's stoked by all of this gold that suddenly appeared. Oh, yeah. And then Lep appears and bites a chunk off of his ear. Ouch. It says a good line. Something. I like Indian food. So spicy. Mm. And then he bites off one of his fingers, which he does a lot in these movies. And, he bites lots of fingers and off. And this guy's toe as well. He takes his shoes off. He says, these are great shoes. BTW's callback <laughs> to when he had to count all the shoes. Oh, that that's funny. And then, uh, and then he proceeds to bite his disgusting toe off. And then he sees the medallion. And oh, he, no. And he, goes, he leaves. He gets out of there, but he drops one coin. A single coin. So our character here of the pawn shop owner, mm-hmm. Gupta. Uh, so this character is a little problematic, I would say. <laughs> Heavy on the goop for some reason. Uh, well, it, pretty problematic. Um, Hell yeah. Fully doing like a thick Indian accent. It's like a greedy Apu. Played by Marcello Tubert, uh, Argentinian character actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the 90s, I it guess. It was the 90s. They, could, they <laughs> thought they could get away with this. Hank Azaria still does. And then we meet Scott and Tammy. She's a sexy dame with a great outfit, and he's just a regular old dude listening to regular old, nondescript, royalty-free music Wearing in his car. the most wild vest I think I've ever <laughs> seen. Big denim vest. It's got loops and a lot of pockets on it. And he looks like a a bad version of Marty McFly, basically. Yeah, that's a really good comparison. Because of this terrible vest. I think the guy in the last movie wore something similar. I'd have to go look. Uh, but I think they're styled very similarly. He's driving his station wagon to go to Los Angeles to go to school. and Her car is broken down. So, so he, he of course, her. wants to help her because she's hot. She's so attractive. His, his eyes are... Actually, you know what, the, the the last movie, the guy had a big center part, too. But I guess it was the 90s. Um, her makeup is insane in this scene. It's so light. Yes. It was bizarre, and she acts very hostily to him. I guess, hold. yeah. I mean, if I almost got run over, I would be upset, too. But uh, just, like, it was a very strange interaction from start to finish. He's going to give her a ride to work. Her magician assistant job for the great mm-hmm. Fazio at the Lucky Shamrock Casino. But one day she'll be the headliner. She's got big dreams. Doesn't come back. No, not you really. You would think it would. Like she could sleight of hand uh, the leprechaun or something, she but they just abandoned that. Some sort of magical talent or something. Yeah, she that would have been great. What does she do? When she's with Mitch, she turns the music on by snapping her fingers. Ah... Um, yeah, so back with Gupta, he starts up his Encyclopedia ROM computer disc Which to learn like, about leprechauns. Like an animated Encarta for, like, truly the smallest child. Good day to you. The name's O'Reilly, and I'm here to tell you about leprechauns. Legend hath it that they were once magical elves in ancient times who became obsessed with riches and gold. And while he's researching leprechauns, mm-hmm. this gives Lep time to realize one of his coins is missing. Because as we know, he always knows when a coin is missing. But he has to count it manually. And he's just in the back storage room. Like in the basement, sort of, yeah, the back of this pawn shop. So yeah. it's, I don't know, it was very frustrating. And he locks the rest of his gold in just some random vault he finds. Some some safe that he magically locks and unlocks. If you loved your gold this much, don't you think you'd take better care of it? He's terrible. Maybe that's part of it. He likes to kill all these people. I mean, I guess he does love that, but it just seems irresponsible to me. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to him. Okay. Dear Diary. No. Uh, dear Leprechaun, please stop killing folks that you don't have to kill. Have you considered getting a lid for your pot? I'm sure someone could make it for you, or you could steal it if you like doing crime so much. Sincerely, Mitch, but mm-hmm. not that one. No, I because I probably wouldn't sign my real name because he'd oh. kill me, but he'd know anyways. John Smith. That's so good. Yeah. Because there's so many of them. How would he know? Exactly. He would just know. I assume magic would but be how he would know. Then he would kill all John Smiths in America. It would be very sad. And then it would be all be my fault for lying. Yeah. Wow. Really makes you think. 
Anyways, back to our regularly yeah. scheduled. So like you said, Scott's just passing through on his way to his first year of college. So he's 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to L.A. He's got a blender box in the back of his uh, He and Tammy have car. some back and forth about how it's good that he's going to college. So obviously she's sort of stuck in her life a little bit. Yeah, and she's like, don't stay in Vegas long. It'll get your claws in you. Okay, also we talked about this because we were both very un- unsure about the layout of this pawn shop when it first started. So he goes back into his apartment section, I guess, I of guess. his store. Um, portraits of the queen everywhere. Everywhere. Which is funny considering the colonization of India. It was very strange. Very strange. He and Leprechaun do a little cat and mouse in the storage room. Mm-hmm. And then Leprechaun makes a cherub sculpture, shoot him with an arrow. And yeah. it's pretty wild that the sculpture had a real arrow and a usable bow. Well, he animated it through the powers of magic. <laughs> and it ooh, hits him right in the arm. Ouch. Gupta ends up sticking the medallion in Lep's mouth, and then he runs away. Yeah, and it makes Lep puke up green, green shit. stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tammy decides she's going to get Scott into the casino. Mm-hmm. Or the den of inequity, as she calls it. Ah, nice. There's a lot of uh, subtle political commentary in this movie. Hey, I've never been inside a real casino before. Oh, forget it. You gotta be 21. I know. Well, I thought maybe you could sneak me in so I could see what it's like inside. What do you think? This is like Disneyland or something? I could lose my job for that. My boss could lose his license. And you will lose your shirt. Right. I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. All right, look, if I get you into the den of iniquity here, you got to promise me something. No gambling. Okay. Just take a look around, see what you got to see, and beat it. I'm out of there. All right. So who do you work with? I mean, magician-wise. Right now, I'm assisting the great Fazio. What's a Fazio? Well, Scott, a Fazio is a mediocre magician who couldn't pull a rabbit out of a pet store. But it pays the bills. Remember now. No trouble, okay? In and out. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I could come see your show, and we could have dinner afterwards. Uh, it's a possibility. If I'm not busy, who knows? In you go. Vegas is truly a wondrous place, and he's so stoked to see all of this gambling going on he's at the Lucky Shamrock. so excited. Instantly taken with it. Bright-eyed smitten with it and also this is vegas in the early 90s truly probably the tackiest worst time for (laughs) vegas it was before they made it like super luxury modern it was just like still neon and gross and grimy (laughs) so it's like extra bad i'm talking about csi las vegas Mm -hmm. there is interesting cameos in this scene number one one of the people at uh one of the Ching, mm-hmm. what are the machines? Uh, the slot machines. Slot machines is Warwick Davis, not in ah. makeup. Um, also, there's a cameo of the cast of Night of the Demons 2 as that priest and his two girls. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's bizarre. So they take place in the same alternative universe. I don't know if they were the same characters, mm. but yes. I thought it was great. I was like, wow, this is such a great uh, throwaway there's a priest here with two women of negotiable affection and it's just like (laughs) very strange next we meet fazio and loretta uh fazio the magician Mm -hmm. loretta has this crazy wig on and she's talking like an old-time movie dame yeah and her it's like a big aquanetted hair it's a choice super up and obviously uh fake breasts tammy's late and she's like, well, I could be the assistant if she doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. To which Fazio says... 20 years ago, Loretta, or should I say 20 pounds ago? I am not always going to look just like this pally. No? You find a fountain of youth or something? I've been saving my pennies, buddy boy. And one of these days, I'm going to come waltzing in that door with everything packed into all the right places. You need more than a boob job, Loretta. You need a personality transplant. Bitch. And Fazio has this new trick that he wants to do, which is to set Tammy on fire. In a box. Obviously doesn't go very well. He sets a table on fire. And then in walks 
our casino owner, Mitch, Hi. who also talks like he's in a gangster movie. He's a big sleazeball who loves Tammy, even though she's so many years his junior. And he sends Fazio to do some close-up magic for the patrons. To wow them. <laughs> Pathetic. The casino is, like, bustling. Scott sees Loretta at her card table. She's also inexplicably the only one who isn't wearing a uniform. It was strange. And also her boobs are tucked into her belt, basically. Yeah, You know, so I we mean. know that she's old. That's what I mean. Like, they were obviously fake. And well, her yeah. makeup is like clown makeup. We see that Scott has a big old check for $23,000. Yeah, it's from his parents, mom and dad, for his tuition and living expenses. And Mitch happily helps him find where to cash this check, which is never a great idea, kid. 20- He's so naive. $23,000 in 1995 dollars? That's so much money for for all of that. Then in comes a couple of Vegas goons yeah. who intimidate Mitch and also grab his dick right away. They very say hi strange. by strange. Very, very bizarre. Um, Art does have a thing where he says he wants health care for all Americans. I loved it. Bernie, is that you? Exactly. Hey, Mitch. I'm hanging, huh? Hi, <laughs> fellas. Listen, not now, okay? Huh? I got business. Stay here. Hey, what are you, a 44 regular? You know, I got a play that would make you look 20 pounds younger. What do you want, Art? What do I want? I want brown hair. I want health insurance for all Americans. I want the meds to get this shit together. But let's not worry about what I want. Let's worry about what I need. I need my money tomorrow. And it's repeated like it's later, this, this yeah. message is echoed later this is a strong and consistent message in this film meanwhile at the pawn shop lep does some limericks for gupta uh he like gupta wants to negotiate he yeah. wants half of the leprechaun's gold and then he'll give him the medallion what kind of stupid ass there's always someone in one of these movies that's like i've got a deal for you leprechaun i can reason and with then you leprechaun's like haha i tricked you already beaten the shit out of me and he does trick him he uses magic uh, to fishing line control and it comes and it steals the medallion ho 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 ho, ho. and then he jumps up and starts to attack him Grr, i'm gonna get you scott is such an idiot. He's this the character biggest, is the biggest idiot. Dumbest idiot of all time. Loses all of his money immediately. But we do see that Loretta is using trickery. Yeah, she's got a little switch underneath that prevents him from winning. Roulette wheel. Which doesn't make any sense because that's what roulette is, basically. You I, don't need a switch to do this. I know nothing about gambling. I've never gambled outside of scratch tickets. Mm-hmm. And... I, I feel like I wouldn't start with the roulette wheel. No. I'd slot machine, work my way up. I mean, I would probably get sucked into the slot machines. I've read a book about slot machine addiction and, and video gambling and stuff. Uh-huh. It definitely sounds like it would appeal to my uh, mindless, just get zoned out and lose time sort of thing. Like <laughs> you do I'm, like those. You're Minecrafting. Minecraft, yeah, exactly. So... That's why I'm never stepping foot in a casino. And I'm never cashing my cashier's check for my entire year's worth of tuition and rent and food. It was and a weird choice. Gambling weird it choice. all away. I hated him. I wanted to strangle him in this moment. I was like, what are you doing? Fazio's magic show is also a choice. He's certainly no David Copperfield. Well, I guess, okay, maybe he's like David Copperfield in Terror Train a little yeah. bit. <laughs> he's very, very flashy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing close little magic. dancing yeah great dance he does like the tiktok dance da, for da, the doja da, cat song da, 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 da. youths um yeah the audience isn't really into it either they're just Mm-mm. sort of like meh meh what are you gonna do that uh, scotty is under the thrall of the table loretta tells him like he can always just sell your watch that your grandfather gave you for graduation. Yeah, there's no way you can lose now. You lost so many times before. There's a pawn shop across the street. Just tell him I sent you. It's the pawn shop where the leprechaun is beating the shit out of Gupta and yes. strangles him to death with a phone cord. And now, now how's he gonna find, find out this where his shilling, shilling is? is? If only he would look to the right or sniff at all like again for someone who loves his gold this much he's a very very inconsistent with his ability to like track this gold it makes me angry and then in walks scotty 
Big idiot extraordinaire. This is where all of his fortunes change. He finds the body, immediately tampers with the crime scene to call the cops. Yeah, and he sees the the uh, the shilling, and he he touches the computer, and it comes yeah. on. He sets the phone down on the keyboard, um, and we learn that much like Beta Fish, leprechauns hate other leprechauns. They'll fight each other, and that also you get a wish if you have one of the coins. A leprechaun is very territorial. He can never tolerate another leprechaun crossing his boundaries. One leprechaun can be aggravating, but two can be devastating. With that in mind, let's review what we've learned about leprechauns. Number one, his power lies in his gold. Without it, he's just another gnome full of mischief. Number two, each of his gold shillings or bring a wish come true to anyone who possesses them. A wish, huh? So Scott picks this shilling up and makes the wish that he was back at the casino on a winning streak. Uh, I just want to circle back because I, I just, this just clicked for me. He, when you say he tampers at the crime scene, he unwinds the murder weapon, yeah. the phone from around Gupta's neck, yeah. and then uses it to call the police. Exactly. Wow. He is the dumbest, worst person. He's very dumb. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. Ugh. His wish that he makes with this coin is that he was in a winning streak back at the casino. Mm-hmm. And now he is. I thought this was interesting because he altered reality for everyone around him. Yeah. Basically, suddenly he's back he there. He basically jumped into an alternate timeline. Which is awesome. Do you think that guy got pushed into his shitty old timeline? Oh, that would be terrible, eh? <laughs> That's a book or like a Twilight Zone episode. The person who was in the winning reality who gets swapped out in the genie's wish. Mm. I bet it's not good. They're like, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. So, great story. Don't they do that in Rick and Morty? I think so, probably. Sounds like something they would do. Those jerks. This magic coin seems to guide his chips to the right number. Like, literally. He just sort of hovers his hand over them. And everyone's just, sees like, it. everyone's just like, cool! And the winning streak pisses off Mitch, who tells her to make him lose. But of course he keeps winning, because magic. When she presses the button, the magnet falls off from underneath the board. And Mitch threatens her. If she doesn't get the money back, he's going to... Get her, Grr. even though he'll be the one swimming with the fishes or whatever. And the leprechaun during all of this is out enjoying the sights that his Vegas vacay has to offer. He fucking loves Vegas. All the gold and the sights. And Vegas. When really all he needed to do was walk across the street. I know. That's true. And he just ends up back at the Lucky Shamrock anyway. Especially because it's themed just for him. This is very coincidental. <laughs> they close down the roulette table. Mm-hmm. Mitch gives Scott a room at the hotel. It's like, you just come back in like an hour. We'll reserve your yeah. table once we've fixed the machine, quote unquote. And Tammy finds him and gives him the extremely sage advice. Cash out and get the fuck out. Like, go. Go, yeah, like, <laughs> and... And then he says... I found a dead body, yeah. I found a dead body. I wished I was back here. Every Life's grand. Uh, but I want to give you some of the money. So, so I and I think... Scott, oh my God. Are you serious? Not, I, I Loretta's think, watching this whole thing too, right? Yes. I think it's totally reasonable for her to be like, okay, I'll help him keep way more money than he already had. I'll get a little bit back for yeah. helping him and it'll be like my reward for a good deed or whatever. So I don't blame her for being like, wait until I'm done working and I'll come up and help you. And she tells him not to let anybody into the room, keep the money with him at all times, mm-hmm. um, which is smart. Yes. Cause like she, she obviously knows how these guys operate. Yeah. And that they're, you know, they're, they'll do anything to, to get that money. <laughs> they're crazy for it. Before he gets to the Lucky Shamrock, the leprechaun uh, goes outside of a topless bar. Yeah. The, the topless girls of Glitter Gulch. Disgusting. In Weird. A, in 12 foot high letters. 
<laughs> really gross. He's like, ah, should I? No, no, no. no, no. I've got to get my shilling back. And then he runs into Elvis, who's getting out of the back of a stretch limo. It's a full bit that they do. Yeah, because Elvis likes the leprechaun shoes. Fine suit of clothes, lad. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Those shoes, uh, do they come in blue suede? I, I really like them, man. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, man, you do that pretty good. Next time, make sure you get paid for it. Hey, man. See you on the flip side. He does, a, he does the jailhouse rock dance. Yeah, and Elvis... What are we watching? Zombieland 2? Elvis also loves his Elvis impression. So it's like two, two uh, ships in the night. Another opportunity to let Mr. Davis shine. Of course. He really does show his uh, breadth and depth in this movie. He gets inside just as Fazio is doing magic tricks with his little stuffed bunny. Because they won't let him use a real one. And then he turns the stuffed bunny into leprechaun shit. Which Literal is leprechaun shit. Gross. It's just a green blob. And uh, Fazio's not phased. No, he's just like, ooh. He's just like, ooh, yucky. yucky. I don't acknowledge how this magic happened, but whatever. I somehow know what leprechaun poop is. I guess he goes to clean up or something. Because then he's with Loretta and she tells him about Scott. And the money and the gold coin and stuff. And he should go steal it. And also that his hand smells terrible. <laughs> uh, the leprechaun starts gambling too. And he mm-hmm. loves it. Next He's... to a person who looks exactly like Winona Ryder. Like, exa- it's a man in a in a man? It, I think so. I just don't want to gender them. Definitely not. That's okay. But they're in like a 80s power, like shark skin suit with like this crazy ascot, silk ascot just like screaming at the craps table. It's great. Art and Lucky, our goons, Mm -hmm. come to the table to try and remove the leprechaun, but he just makes the one guy puke up coins. Yeah, he turns into a slot machine. No reaction to Uh it. Uh Uh-oh. And then Art runs away like the little baby that he is. (laughs) Um, Scott orders room service and also takes a shower and leaves his door totally unlocked mm-hmm. like a fucking twerp. Of course. Fazio comes in to look for money, uh, decides to steal his underwear. Because they're silk. And all he finds is the gold coin He because de- Scott has the money in the bathroom with him. Yeah, like a smart aleck. And then Scott comes out of the bathroom and is like, what are you? Oh, hey there. you Stop it. And Fazio punches him and then poofs out of there. Yeah, like a total... Uh, uh, Gob from Arrested Development, flash and like sparks and everything. Then in comes Let in the food trolley in a green smoke. Oh, a minute too late. To get his gold. And Scott is rightly like, what the hell are you? He bites Scott's arm and Scott stabs him in the forehead with a knife and, and then, then throws him out the window. The leprechaun blood gets into the bite and it boils and hisses. And uh-oh, when Scott goes to wash his face later... He sees he might be aware. <laughs> he tries leprechaun. calling security, and he's like, "I was attacked by a leprechaun." Yeah, and they are like, "We don't believe you." I wonder why. He tried. He does it really seriously. His character is weird. He's making choices. Like the actor is making choices, and he is acting, 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 acting. acting. <laughs> Especially, I mean, later it gets so off the off the rails that I think it almost works, but. Right now, very awkward. Fazio brings a coin to Loretta. She tells him it has powers. Mm -hmm. She tries to demonstrate it by doing the thing that she saw Scott doing. And it doesn't work, obviously. Because the wish is done. And she doesn't know why it's not working. So Fazio's like, we just got to liquidate this coin. We'll split it or whatever. You go get money for it. And along comes Mitch, who takes the coin from her. And they have a full, like, My Gal Friday interaction. Yeah. Oh, she, you got a little, you, you fat-ass son of a bitch. I don't like women who talk back and whatnot. <laughs> what is that? That is that mine. That looks like gold to me. Give me it. That that is me. my personal property. I'm going to keep this until you get my money back from me. That is my personal property. I want it back. Would you keep your voice down? One thing I can't stand is a fat broad with a big mouth. Who's calling fat fat, Mr. Porker? Oh, really, dude? Yeah, huh? really. You couldn't get a woman if you like depended on it. Oh, yeah? I could have any broad that I want. <laughs> like that bubble-headed little bimbo, Miss Tammy? <laughs> yeah, I could have Tammy if I wanted her. 
You wish. Mitch makes a wish, and then Tammy immediately becomes a big bimbo. Yeah. And comes to hit on him. A complete devoted slave who has nothing else on her mind but him. Off they go to have sex while Loretta watches. Uh, it sort of starts to figure the wish thing out. Yeah, because she saw him make a wish. The two of them start fooling around in the elevator, and then she starts slapping him around. I really want you to feel it. And then he starts throwing himself into the wall to please her. Ah, visual comedy. <laughs> um, the goons talk about their underwear. And it's riding up Art's butt. And their socks. But which jockeys make him feel up. like a sissy. Just like the sock garters do. The boxes keep crawling up my butt. I hate that. I go with jockeys now. Yeah. You know, it makes me feel like a sissy. Yeah. Can't hang like you really want to, but... How do you want to hang? Loose. I want to be comfortable. I like, I like a little support. Do you? Yeah. Feels How's good? my tie look? Fine. Yeah. Good. My socks are hanging down my ankles, though. I hate that. I wear those ones come over the calves with like tubers. Yeah. I get those garters, but they, they make me feel like a sissy. <laughs> what the hell is that guy? And wouldn't you know it, now his socks are falling down. And you can't win. <laughs> Mitch and Tammy get to his room. It should be a penthouse. Yeah. It bad everything, decoration bad everything in this movie is like on point super tacky she's gonna make him hot and then make him burn and this was when she demonstrates her magic because she snaps her fingers and the music turns on dun, 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 dun. And she starts dancing and she's stripping sexy crazy dance loretta sneaks in and she grabs the coin just as tammy's taking her bra off and because loretta's stolen it the magic spell thank god dissipates and she comes to her senses and she's rightfully terrified yes she's like how did it get here what are you doing why she is it kicks this him in the nuts and then he fires her and says she'll never work again because she's a tease when she leaves it was very sad to me she like fully covers herself up and i felt really bad with for her, her big coat yeah. and she's crying and it was upsetting because it would be like getting like date rapes it would be terrifying because well she also says like what did you give me what exactly did you do to me and it was like uh in his room when she first gets in there and she's under the thrall and she's like, it's a museum. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does look like a museum to me of like the 1980s super like uh, Memphis style, but Little like bit. really trashy Definitely. circle zebra bed. And, <laughs> yeah, that circle bed was so bad. And then with the big M monogram over the top. I feel like it's just so much wasted space. Yeah. That's just unusable. He did have a giant uh, neon sign of a woman kicking her leg up in the air. And she looked just like Tammy. <gasps> oh. Uh-oh. In his room, Scott starts going wild for potatoes. Because there's a whole baked cold, potato. the worst looking baked potato I have ever seen. And I can't believe I actually have an opinion about this. This potato looks so bad. And then he goes to a restaurant and just orders a bunch of potato based foods. Every, it's basically potatoes five ways. And the spirit of the Irish starts taking a hold of him. He starts talking with an accent. Doing little limericks for the waitress. He loves these potatoes. What's wrong with him? <laughs> Baked potato, bro potato, French fries, potato skin, potato salad, and uh, six potato pancakes. <laughs> Anything else? There once was a lady of tot whose taste grew perverted and rotten. She cared not for steaks or for pastries and cakes, but lived upon penis au gratin. Metallica. No, wait. White zombie. <laughs> I've got the album. <laughs> Enjoy your spuds. What the hell did I just say? I liked the waitress character. I thought she was a good throwaway character. Oh, me too, because, I mean, she's seen it all. She's just rolling with the punches. <laughs> well, not that there are any punches to roll with, but... Leprechaun finds Mitch and he magics a special porn for him. And she's talking directly to she him. She starts coming through the TV. She's fully the ringing it. She was the penthouse pet of the month for October 1994. Congratulations. Uh, Lep gets to do some little skits on TV as oh, different yeah. types of 
TV personalities like Miss mm-hmm. Cleo and uh, QVC. And an insurance, like, ambulance chaser sort of thing. Ha ha ha. Meanwhile, Mitch is making out with this TV woman and not questioning it. No, that she's just come out of the TV, knows his name. Scott starts to get truly weirded out by his behavior because <laughs> yes. he doesn't seem to really know what's going mm-hmm. on. And he sees Loretta, who tells him that Tammy's up in the room fucking Mitch. Yeah. So he goes to get in the elevator. Apparently this place has one elevator. Yes. And they use over and over and over Just as Tammy comes out and talks about that this was not the first time something like this has happened. Yes. And then, uh, so Scott is I liked it. I liked it. We gotta make sure this doesn't because happen Scott to anyone else. Because Scott is immediately empathetic towards her. He wants to go make sure that Mitch doesn't do this again. Yes. That was nice. It was very uh, sudden shift. And in the room, the fantasy girl suddenly turns into a robot. A crazy sex robot that's mostly just wires and weird pistons and stuff. And out comes the leprechaun and Mitch gets electrocuted. I'm sorry for your demise. I died. It's okay because I was being bad, apparently. (laughs) Characters with the name Mitch are always bad. They're like the frat boy... Or the bully, or the this guy. It's a solid name, man. I guess. Tammy and Scott come into the room, um, see the body and a leprechaun. It throws a thing at him, and then they duck into the hallway just as the two goons come into Mitch's room to razz the leprechaun. Yeah. And he pokes the one guy's eye out after he calls him ugly or something. His beauty's in the eye of the beholder, baby. And then he starts beating up the other guy, who says... What was Judy Garland really like? So they're coded gay. Definitely. With that, the other guy's beautiful shirt. I loved it. I want that shirt. Orange looks terrible on me, but I still want it. (laughs) Scott starts seeing his hands transform and he's growing sideburns. His teeth are getting gross. Oh my gosh. What's happening to him? This whole transformation is very unfortunate for him. Especially because I feel like they're so welded to the original leprechaun design that it's really dragging down oh exactly yeah no i totally agree because his crazy skin palette they had ideas that they just couldn't do there was no way that they could translate leprechaun og into something that looks good like some of it was good but then most of it was just not yes I agree 100%. I guess really the only thing that was interesting was like when he cuts the guy in half, maybe? Yes. I mean, it it was filmed in 14 days. Whoa. Wow. But it was uh, the highest selling direct-to-video movie in 1995. Congratulations. Thanks. I love it. I'll pass it on to Warwick. Thank you. I'm glad. Where where were we? I don't Uh, know. Uh... And he's transforming. Oh, right, 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 right. So then is it Tammy or Scott who's like, we should go to the pawn shop where it all started? Yes, I think it's Scott. Uh, but while this is happening, Loretta has the coin. Yeah, and the leprechaun senses it just as she's making this wish. She can smell, or he can smell her perfume. She wants to be sexy and beautiful with the body of a stacked 20-year-old. Shazam! She makes her... Her entrance downstairs in the casino, jiggling her boobs for the fellas and what have you. She's got a cute short haircut, and she's no longer wearing a gallon of makeup all over her face. Yeah, it, it really wasn't much of a transformation for me, because no. it's not like they give her old age makeup. I was unsure on how old she was supposed to be when she was wearing the wig. She just looks tacky. Yeah. Like Vegas tacky, like kitschy. She goes to Fazio's room, um... And he gets excited and steals the coin from her. Oh, but no. she's like, well, there's a mirror in here. I mean, it's daringly though. Well, she's like, I wish I could be a man so I could have sex with myself looking like this. I, she says, like, pound myself into the floor or something. Delightful. Yeah. So Fazio makes a wish that he's the greatest magician in the world. Pathetic. It is pathetic. You wouldn't wish for real magic powers, maybe? I feel like that would be better. Mm, yeah. Because maybe you- there's limits. I don't know. I don't know either. I guess it's just narcissism, though. Because he turns into a crazy space opera guy later. Uh, And then the leprechaun shows up behind Loretta to make her pay. 
And he does it by inflating... Some crazy rhymes about her body. Yes, uh, and inflates all of the parts of herself that she didn't like before. What do you want? Your boobs are big. Your butt is small. But still you're in for quite a fall. What are you talking about? Oh, what didn't you hear? Bigger is good, but Jumbo is dear. I'll give you boobs that come out to here. <laughs> <laughs> My baby! What are you doing to my baby? <laughs> Those delightful lips, they'll get you some tips. But what about these? Are they big enough to please? Ah, what are you doing? Ah, a delightful little slut. But what about your butt? So uh, she looks like a big duck person. Her boobs and butt and lips get so big that she gets stuck in the door and explodes. She looked like Howard the Duck by the end of it. Her whole head exploded. It's truly some body horror for her. It was very David Cronenberg. I think with a better director and writer, they could have leaned into the body horror elements of this one more to yes. make it spookier. Whereas this was just like... But ugh. I guess that isn't really the tone of these movies. They're just sort of goofy. Extremely goofy. The explosion effect was also very bad. It was like mostly foam. There was no Yeah, blood. I was going to say, it looked like a couch exploding. It did. Yeah. It looked just like a couch exploding. Uh, At the oh, pawn oh. shop, Scott loads up the leprechaun program again. It's literally the only way they can get exposition, I guess. Tammy finds the medallion, which freaks Scott out. Ah. He could tell that there's something there that he needs or wants very badly. And it's the leprechaun's pot of gold. Which is still in the vault in the back pawn shop. And he sniffs it out and uses his new magic to unlock the safe. Whoa. Tammy just wants to destroy the gold, but Scott is overcome by his leprechaunish way. Where he loves he wants gold to keep it. and kiss it and count it and Much look at like it. Much like an allegory for gambling addiction. Ah, this, true. It, like, it's like this whole movie is about a gambling addiction. Even though it's ruining his life, he he's addicted to it and, and it keeps coming back. In comes Leprechaun to get his gold. He's going to axe him in the dick. Scott wishes in vain that he'd be encased in cement at the bottom of the ocean, but Leprechauns can't be hurt by their own gold. Haha, <laughs> you fool. They have a little brawl and then they take off, but not before Tammy grabs the medallion. Smart thinking. Oh, she also uh, takes one of those fancy baseballs from like a oh right sign, yeah 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 and she fucking clocks old leprechaun right in the noggin because she, she was a pitcher right for she the said. one second here uh, for the Vegas All Stars hell yeah Tammy this <laughs> depth it was great <laughs> um the so they go to the hospital because uh, Scott is just getting worse he's dying and worse. of becoming a leprechaun well, he's not dying he's just becoming a leprechaun. It's some sort of fungal something. No one's going to help them, and they're all wearing pink. The hospital, Buena Certe. Certe means luck. Ah, so it's the Good Luck Hospital, hospital I, I guess. I was going to look it up, because I was like, that's a weird name. They say they're going to put Scott into isolation after the doctor sees his crazy wound, but they don't. No. They, they just, just take him back to this exam room that is very much not an exam room. No, and they're just like, oh, look at this. He's got a weird fungus. They cut over his shirt, and his... Torso's turning into leprechaun and it's torso. pulsating and also very gross looking. They're going to give him some antibiotics. And uh, Lep just walks into this hospital fully kitted out in scrubs and nobody bats a friggin' eyelash. Yeah, they're not like, oh, wow, what happened to your face? Because he looks awful. <laughs> he does. Uh, and whatever. Uh, there's that scene with the doctor. He's like, yeah, the doctor stuff was wild, right? Here's a, uh, you need to answer this question. Do you have health insurance? Could be life or death. Yeah. Do you take Green Cross? No, Ah. sorry. Do you take Green Cross? Because he's turning into a leprechaun. Oh no, his blood is green. Leprechaun's plan is that in order to lure Tammy, he's going to go to the morgue where we get the trope of the morgue guy eating a sandwich. Yeah, and he's listening to tunes. And then he calls her over the loudspeaker. Um, and while she's the... like, oh my God, he's dead. Yeah, kind of a yeah. weird jump. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctors look at Scott's results and 
of his various charts. And there one are, says "fuck you," and the other, the EKG is all just, just dancing a dancing leprechaun. Har har har. And, and then, sorry, no, the doctor's having none of it. It's not funny. But then they find his money, and they're like. Oh, who cares if he has health insurance? What tests can we load up on him? Yeah, we're just like, they're the ones getting the money. Which is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, but still. They're just going to inundate him with all of these tests. Because he can afford it. Tammy gets to the morgue and she finds the morgue guy dead with a bunch of tools in him. And she screams. The leprechaun straps her down to the table. Using magic, which, ooh. Can you imagine lying on the the morgue slab? Where so many. Probably ghosts live there <laughs> in it and on it. I don't want to sit on a ghost. Scott uses his new leprechaun powers to cut himself free. Yes, he was strapped down. No longer. He's free now. Kisses the female doctor until she passes out, I assume because of his crazy tongue. I get, ugh. And then he Yuck. gasses the other one, and the then, other doctor who injects the nurse in the butt. So none of them die. No, that's what I call managed healthcare. Ugh. So he grabs his money and he takes off to find the leprechaun who is about to cut off Tammy's face. Yes. Uh, A lot of talk of mutilating faces in the last movie and this one. Because she's so beautiful. Wouldn't it be terrible if she got mutilated? Uh, Scott bursts in in his increasingly um, bizarre leprechaun makeup. And And Tammy saves him when the leprechaun sets him on fire. Yeah. She whips out the medallion and is like, you jerk away with you, sir. <laughs> and he sails away on that little cart down the hall he to freedom. rolls away. Goodbye. And he's, yeah, he's giving them the finger as well. Yeah. Very rude. That classic leprechaun. Ugh, I bet they were so cheesed seeing him give them oh, the man. finger. What a, what a tough guy. Oh, oh, darn. Throwing their hats down and stomping on them. At Fazio's show, he's going to do the burning woman thing again. He... Now that he's got... He's the best magician in the world. He's got like a, a cloak that has obscene amount of structure to it. He looks like he's cosplaying like uh, some sort like of... David Bowie, man... On Mar- like the or Elton John yeah. costume. That's what it looks like. And a crazy, it's very showy, larger than life Elton John costume. That I guess that's. Oh, do you think it's supposed to be like a heat blanket? Oh, that like a makes fire sense. retardant blanket. Anyways, he looks awful. It, he does not a great look. <laughs> and he's super serious now. There's adoring crowds clapping and cheering him on, and he's. He's hamming it up. Yeah, he's going to set a member of the audience on fire. Oh. But uh-oh. Out, out comes the leprechaun. He tells him if he gives him the coin, he'll be fine. But of course, he doesn't want to because human greed. And he's a magician now. And suddenly, Fazio's stuck in the box. And the what? leprechaun's going to cut him in half, which the crowd is eagerly chanting for. They love it because they think it's all part of the act. Oh, no. So he starts doing it. Probably the best death in the movie. It's very Wizard of Gore. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's a direct rip Very off, Wizard of Gore. But like the audience, once the blood starts spurting all over them, is sort of like, oh no, this isn't what we asked Have for. Have you seen Wizard of Gore? Uh, it is in a movie. There are clips of this okay. exact scene. I cannot for the life of me remember what movie. We should watch it sometime. It's fine. It's like one of those ones that's good to watch. Yeah. What movie It's been was years it? since I've seen it. I'll have to look that up after the pod. Post-pod. Look up. <laughs> Write um, that down. He kills them, and Scott and Tammy arrive just too late. Uh-oh. Oh, here's a thing in this movie that confuses me, and I think it's similar in all of them. It's that the leprechaun is always two steps behind, where he'll show up after the coin is already gone. Exactly, where it's like you have all these magical powers. And then he just kills the person who doesn't have it anymore. And he's like, ah, oh well. I guess because he's punishing their sins. Leaving a trail of destruction in his wake. Greed, vanity. Hubris, in all cases. Um, Lust. Scott tells everybody to leave, and they start fleeing through the casino. Mm -hmm. It's really a disproportionate stampede that they do. Yeah. Uh, especially, he's a madman. People are thrown onto the craps tables and into, like, into the fountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I'm surprised there was no like Wilhelm. A swing. lot of the tables just looked like folding tables. Yes, it. They looked very cheap. It looked like a church basement at times that it had been did. painted That's to look really like good. the sky. That's a good, yep. Yeah, this is bizarre. Tammy tries to wish Scott better, but the leprechaun rips her jacket in half, which ah. separates her from both the coin and the medallion in her pocket. Um, he tries seducing Scott to the dark side. Tempting him with greed. Yeah. Ah, the green side, I think you mean. Ha, true, ha, ha. true, true, true. It is the green side. And Scott's entranced by gold, even though he, as a leprechaun, he knows the leprechaun's ways, and he won't share this gold. But he is a good person. Apparently and so. And he refuses. And then Tammy realizes the power lies in the gold. Yes. So, so she's like, Scott. Scott uses Fazio's flamethrower on the gold. Which makes the leprechaun burst into flames. And he immediately flies up in the air like he's being, like he's got, like he was the the, yeah. the medallion on the fishing line. Like, whoosh, up in the air as they watch. The coins disappear. Scott changes back to normal. All of the sudden. Tammy and he smooched and the day is saved. And then. Extremely anticlimactic. So and just like. Well, it's even worse because as they're walking outside and doing like the hero's walk, yeah. she, Tammy's like, here, I saved one shilling for no, re I guess, to open it up for, for a, the, next one, the yeah. next one. What do you want to wish for? We could have anything. <laughs> I don't know, babe. Why don't you decide? I think I have everything I want. You know something, sweetheart? This could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I don't know. I think that we've got everything. I, I want. I've got a hundred thousand dollars that I'm splitting with you, and you're spending half of it already, right off the bat. Uh, we're leaving Vegas. She tosses it. You're much younger than I am, and you. I don't think he's much younger than her. Well, like, I think she's supposed to be like twenty. Okay, but it was just like it's just so weird. All of a sudden, she's in love with him after nothing, essentially. <laughs> the end. Mm -hmm. Didn't weird ending. Uh, wasn't crazy about this movie, but I can understand people liking it because it is very goofy. I mean, it certainly wasn't an awful movie. It no, was, but it was not a watchable. good movie. It's highly watchable, uh, I would say. Worse, worst of the three that we've watched for sure. I can only imagine they get worse and worse. Yes, I would imagine. And don't they do. get. I've better. never seen the next one. I don't. I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest. It just sounded too crazy, so I never took the time to, like... I don't blame you, man. Put the effort in. That's why I've never took the time to visit space. It's just a big wow to me, this one. Yeah. I don't know. It was interesting to see these sorts of, like, politics really... I did, it, I did think that was interesting. Highlighted, underlined, put in bold. Particularly because it's a lot of the same conversation that seems to be happening now. Exactly the, the same conversation. Hmm. Exactly. Huh. The more things change, the more they stay the same, bud. Time well, is a flat circle. You know, bud, why can't movies, horror movies, just go back to not having political messages? Yeah, they you know never I mean? used to. From their origins, <laughs> they never had political messages at all, at all. Big eye roll, but yeah. whatever. Six degrees of Jamie Lee? Please and thank you. Caroline Williams is in Tales of Halloween with Noah Segan, who is in Knives Out, which we just watched, with Jamie Lee Curtis. But um bum 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 ba -dum. We really liked Knives Out. Not yeah. a horror movie. Good mystery. It was a great, Fun. it changed genres, I feel like, partway through. It yeah. was good. It was like a, sort of like Clue, a little bit. Yeah. In the same vein as Clue, not like Clue. I, I hope that there are more movies made Me in too. that vein. Me too. It would be really good. It would be really fun. Yeah. And the main actress, fantastic. Ana de Armas. Yes. From Blade Runner. Ext 2049. Oh. Yeah, she's his. Yes, she is. <sighs> holographic Joy. girlfriend. And she's the new Bond girl. She was, One of the new Bond She girls. was so good in Knives Out. So believable. Yes. Really liked. Everyone did a really good job yes, in Knives Out. Yes, definitely. Anyway, so. this isn't our Knives Out podcast. This is the end of our podcast. It's though. our Knives In podcast. Uh, we are back next week, probably. Unless yes. we die of coronavirus. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Careful what you wish for. No, God, if we're cooped up for two weeks, we might as well do a million episodes. Yeah, that's true. It'll be me asleep on the couch being like, eh, yeah, I know what happened. <laughs> we'll do a live watch along. Uh, <laughs> It'll just be me. Because I am the biggest suck whenever I get sick. <laughs> so got that to look forward to. All right. Uh, socials, email us, definitely firstblood at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Rate, review us if you feel like it. No pressure. We don't really care. Uh, Def First Blood on Twitter. Definitely First Blood on Instagram. Keeping the best. We you love know? you. Have a safe and good St. Patrick's Day if you're partaking in it. Uh, Social distancing, if not. Our dogs are sneezing as they can sense that we're getting to the end of the podcast. They're starting to get riled up. They know the name of our social media. They do. It's like when we start the podcast and they get excited when we say hello. Yeah, because they love it so much. The cat, she's the only, she's a good friend because she doesn't do anything. Yeah, she's asleep. (laughs) Oh, kitten. All right. Um, Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye, to-to-tit-hit, 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 to-to-tit-